I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head. A safe place to hide a hurting heart. A gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. You know, smiles seem to be kind of baked into us. Babies smile almost as soon as they're born. Some smart guys in white lab coats with stethoscopes around their necks even claim babies smile before they're born. These same smart guys say smiling lowers your heart rate, so it'll keep ticking longer. (laughs) Actually, I have a contrarian experience to that. The first time my lady wonderwench smiled at me, my heart rate went through the roof. But of course, there are exceptions to every rule. Blind people smile, even though if they've been blind since birth, they've never seen a smile. I swear I've seen dogs and cats smile. Of course, different animals have different ways of saying, hey, I'm happy. Ducks, and I guess most birds, can't smile because they have those solid beaks. So ducks and most birds shake their tails when they're happy. (laughs) I've seen some pretty ladies do that too when they're happy, and that's very nice. We're learning more and more about animals. A couple of weeks ago, I saw an article that says cows have friends. Cows have friends? Probably farmers with warm hands. Speaking of cows, I saw a stat that's kind of hard to believe about people and cows. It said 7% of American adults believe chocolate milk comes from brown cows. Those people should not be left unattended. And on the subject of silly things people say, you've probably heard people say something as, something as clean as a whistle. Hey, a whistle is full of spit. Spit's not clean. I'm a pilot, and when I was working on getting my pilot license, my flight instructor always said, always expect the unexpected. But doesn't expecting the unexpected make the unexpected expected? And likewise, if Chicken Little was working on Wall Street, would Chicken Little say, this guy is making a technical correction? And do you ever wonder if killing time damages eternity? And here's another statistic that doesn't make any sense to me. The record for most people kissing in one place was set in 2018 when 341 people puckered under some mistletoe. 341 people. 341 is an odd number. Now, does that mean somebody stood around with nothing to do? Or did some guy get really lucky with two ladies? And does that mean that some guys are sometimes filthy, thoughtless, sex-starved scum? Well, yes, but that's not the point. The point is that the majority of American boys now have first sex at the age of 17, 17 first sex. When I was 17, I wasn't even allowed to have a full-length mirror. But when I was 18, I got into the radio business. We had one Christmas party at WNBC where the stockings were hung by the chimney with care, 
but the rest of the clothes were scattered all over the studio floor. It was wonderful. Dick's Details, a bunch of totally unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's making your life miserable out the other ear and you can smile and volunteer to be an orgasm donor. (laughs) Women blink nearly twice as often as men. Guess that they can't believe what they see us doing. If the answer is you get a lollipop, what is the question? If the answer is you get a lollipop, what is the question? You don't know, do you? Of course not. I haven't told you yet. Tell you in a minute. If the answer is you get a lollipop, what is the question? The U.S. Centers for Disease Control just put out a statement that says people should not kiss or cuddle backyard chickens no matter how healthy and clean they might look. <laughs> I guess what they're telling us is, you know, we should stay away from good-looking chicks. A finance firm in the U.K. said this week that the nation's hospitality sector could make up its pandemic losses if every citizen of drinking age performs what they call, quote, the basic duty of every British adult and consumes 124 pints of beer this summer. (laughs) I guess that's called belching for God and the Queen. Here's a question for you. Did cats originate the idea of social distancing? You know, cats were revered as gods by the ancient Egyptians. I think they've never gotten over that, you know? Smart guys in the white lab coats say raw termites taste like pineapple. I will take their word for that. I lived for a long time near Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And as you probably know, Lancaster is Amish country. I once saw a sign on the back of an Amish horse-drawn buggy that said, quote, energy-efficient vehicle, runs on oats and grass. Caution, do not step in exhaust, end quote. That's good advice. Speaking of nature and natural things, I figure some species of birds must have been named by people who hate birds. Take, for example, a bird called the drab seed eater. Or how about the rough-faced shag, the common loon, the satanic nightjar, and the monotonous lark. Guess there's nothing worse than meeting up with a monotonous lark when you take a walk in the park. Okay, if the answer is you get a lollipop, the obvious question is what do you get when you squeeze your lolly too hard? You get a lollipop. <laughs> I told that one to my lady Wonder Wench. She looked a little sad because she didn't know the correct question. So I said, Lady Wonder Wench, embrace your mistakes. And that's when she gave me a big hug. Dicks the tails. They take your mind off your mind. little housekeeping here, if you don't mind. If you like these podcasts or my spoken word story CDs at DickSummer.com, or my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot, from Amazon.com. Would you please tell a couple of friends, because they might like them too. And of course, you'd be doing me a favor. So, thank you very much. Smiles do seem to be baked into us.
Let's see if these comments from proud podcast person Laurel have the desired effect on you. Um, Lady Laurel labeled these comments some old age jokes. Condoms for old men are called software. (laughs) You know you're old when your walker comes with an airbag. You know you're really old when your birth certificate is on a scroll. And you know you're really, really old when you're walking barefoot on the beach and somebody compliments you on your alligator shoes. But wait, there's one more. You know you're really, really, really old when Haley's Comet passes by and you mutter, there it is again. But I think my buddy Al told me the topper old bit. Al says, ancientness is setting in when your birthday cake has only one candle, and it's like, here, see if you can still blow this out. (laughs) Some smiles, of course, come from things that aren't funny, and they're not supposed to be, like slipping on a pair of socks that somebody knit for you, or toasting marshmallows over a beach bonfire. How about taking your mom to lunch? A full bucket of golf balls at a driving range. Fresh flowers and a candle on your dining room table. How about making a paper airplane that really flies all the way to the next room? I bought an old second-hand book one day, and on the inside of the cover, somebody who owned the book before me had written an inscription in pencil to a guy by the name of Vince. And I, I, I painted an imaginary picture of Vince in my head based on what the book was about. A soft, warm, chocolate chip cookie and a cold glass of milk isn't funny. Nor is a cat rubbing against her leg and purring. Taking a shower with exactly the right warm temperature. Shampooing your hair slowly and then rinsing it squeaky clean. Sometimes you cry so hard that you start to smile and maybe even laugh, like the woman in this story. Smiles have been kind of scarce lately. Time heals everything you've heard, and you've been counting on that, because everything you are hurts. It's been a while since your divorce, but your heart is still black and blue. You've been living alone in your apartment for almost a year. For the last few weeks, you've been able to get through most days without bursting into tears. At least that's a start. Actually... The start came a little before that, about a month ago. A very young man introduced himself in the elevator. He just moved in across the hall. You're in your late 30s. He's around 23. He looks like one of those guys in the aftershave ads with a smile that hit you like electricity. It was an instant reminder that your hormones are still very much alive and well. You actually felt yourself blushing. But you couldn't smile. You haven't been able to actually smile for a long time. You were embarrassed, a little scared at how vulnerable that quick meeting made you feel. Then a week later, about a block away from your apartment, you were caught in a sudden rain shower while you were walking home from the supermarket. And just as your groceries were beginning to break through the two soggy brown paper bags, he popped out of nowhere and helped you. Just felt human and warm and good. You fed him dinner and enjoyed his company late into the night. A cozy, confidential friendship developed between you in the next few days and nights. 
But there was something smoldering just under the laughs and teasing that had a thick, musky smell of high-power sex about it. Then two weeks ago, he stopped by unexpectedly. He surprised you during one of your very blue moods. He never saw you smile, but he never saw you in tears either. Without thinking, he pulled you into his arms, and a cold, completely sexual shock suddenly made the tiny hairs on the back of your neck stand up. A sympathetic hug quickly turned passionate, and you made very enthusiastic love. You've done so just about every night since then. So this morning, when he and a blonde about half your age came out of his apartment, as you were walking down the hall, it hurt hard. But then it stopped, suddenly. It didn't go away, but the hurt stopped. And you smiled. Just in time to keep him from trying to explain. Time heals everything. There'll be some scars. But it does feel good to be able to smile again. Sometimes a smile happens when you just run out of tears. If you listen carefully enough, you can often hear a smile sneaking into a voice that was crying hard and long in the middle of the night. That's the kind of smile that sometimes, sometimes if you get lucky, the kind of smile that gets to be about hips and shoulders and nylon and soft, warm skin. Maybe even remembering funny all-night things you once did together. Was it really such a long time ago? The story is called Independence. It's from My Night Connections 3 personal audio CD. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast. Or if you want, just Send me an email request and I will send you a complimentary download of it. Just because it pleases me that you like it. My email address is dick at dicksummer.com. Just send uh, an email request and I will send you the story called Independence as a free complimentary download. Stuff that should make us smile is all over the place. But sometimes we miss it. The CVS drugstore down the block has a big sign over one of the pharmacy counters that says, Pick up! <laughs> and I couldn't resist asking the pretty young woman who was working that counter if her boyfriend objected to her working at a pick-up counter. You know, she could have smiled, but I guess she was too busy, so she just said, Strip down facing me. And that got my attention, till I noticed she was pointing to the credit card machine. You know, it is with a certain amount of sadness that I report to you that Mr. Rogers did not adequately prepare me for dealing with people like that. 
Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.